Hello, I'm Karen Loxton, joined by Kyle, and you're now listening to the So Insights podcast. Let it rain, be the forecast. CNK coming through with a new broadcast. UK raised at a show on the dog tag. Everything changed, but we always stay on track. Straight face in the place, yeah, I'm on that. Every week, a new episode on tap. Same phase, new pace, better contact. Social soul insights index. We follow that. Follow that. Follow that. Ding dong, okay. Hello. Ding dong. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to all you wonderful people. Good. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> well, that started off well, didn't it? I don't think either of us, we've not been through what we're doing, so we've got no idea what's happening. Yeah, um, just doing Christmas so vibes, because maybe you're listening to this on Christmas or a random day of the year banter. Could be June. Have a good Christmas 2024. Have a good Christmas, whatever the year is. Whatever you do. Or don't, we're not the judge of that. <laughs> Dumb. Weekly catch up. You're hungover, aren't you? Yeah, I'm, I was on the sauce. As people say. What was your sauce? So, Inches. Uh, Up your ass. No. It was San Miguel was like the main thing. And then it was shots of anything and everything pretty much. don't know. So many people buying stuff. I lost track. And then I can't remember what happened. So, so you know, it's a good night, eh? Exactly. Um, Got shafted at football. <coughs> that happens. You know. Same as every fucking week. Yeah, oh well. And injured myself quite badly, actually. Um, so my legs went jelly. But yeah, that's about that. So what about you? Mm, I'm not too much, to be fair. Uh, spoken to some people to about the new music project. So they're all keen. Everyone that I've messaged is keen to come on the project, which is cool. So it's a case of writing and doing all that admin stuff. But hopefully record it summer next year. So hopefully there'll be a project. Uh, when I'll snowboard practicing as well. Which is cool. Actually getting better at it. And I feel quite a lot more confident doing it as well. And I tried the other ski lift, which is banner. Which is quite cool, actually. So, What, the shitty little one mm, on the side of quite the slope? Cool. Yeah. Followed him up. And he had like one-to-one tuition. And talking about, obviously, all the snowboards to buy and stuff like that. So it was quite cool. Worth going up. Eventually, probably do it Go up at loads, least like you? once or twice a month. Yeah. Just to keep it up there. Sound. Don't know what else. It's got Obviously, getting ready for Christmas. Yeah, exactly. It was. It's insane to be fair. Like going at eight p.m. I said whenever you're free or whatever, isn't it? Yeah, I'll join along. It's cool. Obviously, we'll hopefully in the new year might look at skiing as well, won't we? I yep. did mention it to the instructor, saying you probably see me a fair bit next year, possibly doing snowboarding, but might pick up skiing. He said it'd be sick for you to learn skiing as yeah, well, to like be able to, to do, do both. Snowboard. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Sock. We can obviously talk about that, like plans in the new year anyway. Whatever we might end up yeah. doing. Uh, music recommendation yes. is... I didn't think of anything festive. Do you know what it is? Besides the um, Professor MK or whatever. Ding dong MK. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I don't okay. know any festive songs. Really. Besides the so like bog standard ones. But um, <coughs> it is Mac Miller BDE bonus. So wrong. if you don't hear the new year one, then you should have that vibe for your new year what he raps about just no matter where life takes you you'll find him with a smile I mean R.O.P. Matt Miller but whatever you do just be happy doing it Boom. fair enough right um, TV, TV film game TV I'm just gonna say go watch all of the Christmas episodes of The Office <laughs> okay that's it literally literally. Like, How many I there? couldn't figure out any each season usually one but one a season's got two I think I think I'm not entirely sure, but you'll be able to find a list online. So. 
you know, I, I didn't do the research. Yeah, <laughs> slowly going through them. I'm to the part where they've just Boilers. gone to Florida. Oh yeah, they just entered. Team. Yeah, just entered. Yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll say to the Christmas specials of Simpsons as well. Then that's mine. Anything Christmassy? There you go. Yeah. Go, and, go and watch something. Exactly. Uh, speaking of, we've got two film recommendations, which is Krampus Unleashed and Krampus Two. Are they horror films? The Devil Returns. Yeah. Do I'm you remember pre- last year we talked about Krampus? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we've seen the them. weird thing that goes and eats the children mm-hmm. that have been naughty. Um, I have got a little bit written about it, but. Uh, half goat, half demon monster that punishes misbehaving children at Christmas time. It's a German uh, mm-hmm. kind of like folklore, I guess, or legend. Um, I can't wait to read all of it out. So um, go and have a look because it's quite funny reading about it, to be fair. Um, I don't know if we did watch the films, to be honest. I think I've seen scenes of it because it does ring a bell. I know they do a parade as well in real life. Um, they run around with a stick and like batter on like the barriers and stuff to scare the children. Yeah. So it's still a thing. It's still an active thing that they do. They run off the urban legend. So yeah. Well, it's oh, just kids getting torn apart, is it? I don't actually no. know. I can imagine so, to be honest. Just this thing going around eating bang naughty on. children. I'm so. waiting for Terrify 3 to be fair. So. Oh, bang. Just really need to <laughs> see in there. Um, I didn't have a game, so anything you want to say? Power Simulator. Power Simulator. <laughs> there you go. Go and play it. <laughs> I want to play at least one of co-op with you, but I think you're just going to find it. The job I'm doing on it at the minute will be bored after two seconds. So. Probably takes like six hours mm-hmm, to do one does. job, doesn't it? Right. So the word is going to be quite a long one because I didn't think oh, that we were going to do another New Year one. So this is quite a good one that will yeah. sum up your vibe of the year and vibe of the New Year, maybe. So the word is kinophobia. It just sounds like a sort of word. Kinodetotophobia. No, well, okay. But no, it goes, the fear that you've lived an ordinary life. Just life. <laughs> That's the fear, life. So, while you're in it, life seems epic, fiery, tenuous, and unpredictable. But when you look back over your story or try to put it down on paper, you can see more of it at once than ever before. And yet it seems somehow diminished, humble, almost quaint. So you being scandal so you've been scanning your life looking for something interesting or beautiful you see an ordinary house on an ordinary street it looks smaller than you remember you once had wild dreams and obstacles and risks looming all around you but now those look smaller too you remember giants and goddesses and villains but now all you see are ordinary people assembled in their tiny classrooms and workspaces each moving around in little steps like tokens on a game board no matter how many times you rolled the dice, it was always these little moves here and there. Do a little work, take a little rest, make a little friend, throw a little party, feel a little boredom, have a little rebellion. There are so many of these token moments that you could have sworn were supposed to represent something else, something bigger. You keep adding them all up as if there was something you must have forgotten to count, some stash of glory that fell off the back of a truck. That fell off the back of the truck, even. You may well adore the life that you have for everything it is. You know it isn't groundbreaking, but you wouldn't change a thing. Still, you can't shake the feeling that something is missing. Maybe the trouble is you were never really in it to begin with. Maybe when you first started building the life you wanted, you put so much thought into what might happen that you started losing sight of what was happening. As if you had known all along that it wasn't the world you expected. A world so low and common that you tried to keep your distance, so you began floating somewhere above it. Where nobody else could look down on this life you built. That is nobody else but you. Okay. <laughs> Boom. Care to elaborate with your own thoughts? So I feel like 
you're always trying to run away from the bland normality of existence. So you try and do something that you feel is different that only you can look down on, not someone else pointing the finger saying you're boring as fuck, mate. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> to be honest, it's lost me a bit with it all. Um, I had thoughts like, oh, maybe it's like this. And then you'd say something else. And I was like, maybe it's not. It can sum up sometimes when people have a midlife crisis. It explains why people do that. So sometimes you can have a mid, well, like a wake up call going like, I need a change. Like you might be happy with your life that you have, that you're building. And it doesn't matter that you've got these routines or like predictable sort of stuff. But you just want something else. Something is missing. And you're just like, what is this? I'm just like any other NPC, basically. Which is probably how everybody feels, isn't yeah. that? So. No matter what point in your life you get, though. And I feel like I'm always living this fucking feeling, to be honest. <laughs> but some people might not. I mean, sometimes it's better off just being, you know, just bland. Just being a miserable Do, twat. Doing your own thing. Yeah. Just being oblivious to the, being normal. Because it doesn't matter if you are or not. Oblivious as long as you're happy doing your thing. Isn't it? Well, yeah, exactly. Who cares what other people think? And might, do you want to be ordinary? Or does it matter, not matter? I mean, it, it can be a bit sad that you're trying not to be ordinary as well. Yeah, but what is you know normality? What, I mean? like what is normal? Yeah, exactly. What's your version of normal? Yeah. Because that could be so different. Yeah, somebody might think you're an absolute smackhead. Yeah. So. Well, there you go. Let's enter the new year. Do you think you're going to live an ordinary life in 2024? Or that's Are up you to actually, you to change that. You could actually try and make something of yourself instead of being a waste of existence. <laughs> yeah. So basically that's what it is like just go in just it's the fear though not like Open the feeling mind. you're just scared that you are living a bland life so the only person who can change it is obviously yourself with a gun exactly and a bullet to the death and the pain and so yeah the, and the suffering main topic Christmas hey Christmas <laughs> for fuck's sake <laughs> First thing I have to say, I I have it, but it's too far away and I can't bother to get up. Um, is he decided to get me a fucking Christmas card? Oh yeah, that said Spurs number one fan. <laughs> Why would somebody support Spurs? The fact that it supports the club buying that card as well. <laughs> Should have used it off I'll like show this you. account or something. I'll imagine. show you later. Like, oh shit. <laughs> always make a TikTok and film it and be like oh yes now they can buy you some need de- to. they can buy some decent players now they've had Kyron's 10 quid <laughs> this supported the card there's probably more support than more. you could probably write like something jokes on TikTok to be fair you like know. you probably know something don't you yeah football related that is a dig at Spurs you know your comments will probably be football itself is a dig at Spurs yeah Spurs existence no, d- Spurs is a dig at Spurs play- yeah no Spurs playing is a dig at football I mean, yeah. <laughs> well, not for me because I support them, obviously. But you don't know. <laughs> Nobody supports Spurs. We have to do a um, season review actually in the new year because it's going to be halfway through, I guess, isn't it? Christmas time's around we, halfway through, is it? Uh, yeah, I think it's. This is the 18th match week. So you can do like a review of the season and get your verdict on how people have been playing. Shit. So basically, it's Aston been a bit of a wake up call, like Man City as well, to be honest. Yeah, and Man United and currently off. losing 2-0 to West Ham. Exactly. So, so you could have actually some cool things to say rather than you're just bog-standard every season's the same team well, doing Ast- well. Aston Villa are second. Exactly. So where the fuck's that come from? Bang. Brighton are doing shit. Newcastle ain't doing great either. Man City is heard. Chelsea are Chelsea. Spurs have dropped off like fuck and they're just shit now. They'll probably finish like 17th. Oh, they're best. Everton are on crack. 
Why are we talking? Right, Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Fucking Christmas. Um, what are your plans? What do you get up to? Do you enjoy Christmas? Do you think it's a waste of time? What do you think? Any other holiday? <laughs> if you're religious, it makes more sense. We had a Polish, yeah, relationship. Something you and say they're religious. They go like it's gone ham with it when it's on the religious side of things. Mm. It's a completely different way of doing it. I feel like we probably talked about this last year as well. Probably. Um, if you're religious, it's a good thing to the is there I'm not saying it's pointless because it's all about family and getting together and shit like that soppy shit like that, and that. Yeah. Um, so it's good for people to do it's just all the songs and the decorations got fuck right off right yeah I can see what someone said we're normally miserable to each other all of the year so why is this one day justifying everyone being nice to each other randomly you should be nice to everybody ever. then like the following week we'll hate each other again oh yeah so it's a bit like I can see why people don't see the fake part of it, but it depends what you like, how much of a miserable twat you are, anyway, isn't it? I mean, we are. I, do, I was going to ask ChatGPT. I said, <laughs> "What is the meaning of Christmas?" The meaning of Christmas. Okay, it, <laughs> for many, it's time to celebrate love, generosity, and the spirit of giving. It's also time for family and friends to come together, sharing joy and spreading kindness. Christians, it's primarily a religious holiday symbolizing the birth of Jesus Christ and the hope and salvation he represents. Okay. But Chat GPT. Go and learn, kids. Yeah, Chat GPT's well cool. But they got um yeah, just the gift of giving. So it's just a case of you just you know Stop being a not balance. giving presents as such as giving your time is a gift in itself. Your attention. Yeah. Your presence is a present to someone else. <laughs> so. Yeah. I quite like Christmas too, though. I like it more for, you know, creating happy memories. Because you never know, half your family could be dead this time next year. So you could have looked back you on Christmas. You could be dead by this time next yeah, year. Yeah, exactly. And you realise last Christmas was actually quite cool. Well, you wouldn't because you'd be dead. But so, yeah. Just think <laughs> about you, that when you're crumbling away in your coffin. What are you doing? What are you doing? We'll go through what each of us are doing and then we will move on to our little... Chilling with family. Antics. Like every year. Getting pissed. <laughs> no, I don't, to be fair. Oh, I don't. I'm not the sort of one to go out Christmas Eve, and be hungover Christmas Day though. I wouldn't go out um, no, partying. I like spending Christmas with the family and getting drunk with them. Whereas New Year's different. New Year you can just send yourself. Yeah, but New Year's well, pointless as well. So I, I, I can understand why people go out Christmas Eve and it's a good atmosphere, isn't it? Everyone's jolly. Everyone's on holiday. To be fair, well, unless you're working customer service, and I guess you're kind of dragged in, maybe. But <laughs> at least you might have hopefully have some time off, and you can see everyone's in a cool mood. But it's just not for me. I don't see the point in it either anyway, so just like chill out on it. Even the office Christmas, it's not, it's not for me. Not for me, sorry. Office Christmas party? I don't like the fact Why of not? slapping a smile on my face for the sake of Christmas. I like being me. <laughs> I like he chilling likes, with family. He likes being miserable. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like chilling with people that, are, you know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Same shit, basically. Get on well with everyone, but I just don't need to do that. What are you? Same. All right. Just sit at home. Drink, eat, be merry, and be jolly and do merry thing, and depressed. What so. about for the? It'd be cool to do the things. I quite like. Um, say, if you're volunteering to help people out who might be homeless for Christmas or something, you know, try and make everyone feel like yeah. they're involved with something, or donating. Like last year, I think I donated a lot to the school in Africa that I did volunteer work in, and everyone had Christmas presents. And this year, 
You've just left them all <laughs> out to dry. Damn. I don't know. That's not happening. Uh, those little African children have nothing. But yeah. So cool. That's yeah. So that's our Christmases. Tell us about yours. <laughs> Actually, Ricky Gervais drops his stand-up comedy on Christmas Day, and I'm going to be watching that because we watched that live, didn't we? Yes, we did, and it was banned, so. So I don't think the one we went to see is the one recorded, but obviously the content you were saying, hopefully we'll get involved in that. So that's my Christmas watch. That's cool. what it means. You probably watched it as well, is it? Uh, yeah, I mean, just because we went, so it's funny, isn't it? See if you can find us. Yeah, exactly. Um, TV recommendation I forgot about, South Park, uh, not made not suitable for children. What, not, what, South Park isn't suitable for children? It's called that. That's what's called, oh, South right. Park, not suitable <laughs> for children. Uh, yeah, I just thought I'd say it. Um, right, so we've got some stories. You've what have got, you got for Christmas? Have you got anything? I've got jokes and facts. Right. And I have no idea what the jokes are. I have not read them. Okay. I don't even know what the facts are, actually. So. Okay. Um, you've got two stories, yeah? <coughs> yeah. Length, so do you want me to do one and then long, you do one? Um, for a couple of paragraphs, probably. Oh, okay. Yeah, no it's written. Yeah, go on. If you do one story, then we'll... We'll that's have, that's we'll have some jokes. We'll do some dad jokes. I mean, it looks more because it's on notes, but written right. out, it's like it's not too bad. So. Go on. Yeah, do like a story and then do your jokes. Well, yeah. I'll do some jokes and a couple facts, and then you can do another story, and then I'll do the okay. different style of jokes. Yeah. And I'll facts. kill a dog. So this is a story written for us. So we're the main characters in it. It's a dark Christmas story, so I don't know if there's jokes in it or anything like that. So, How did you get it written for us? So where's this from? Chat GBT. <laughs> oh, it's, okay. Yeah. But someone did all the um, topics. I didn't write it, and they sent through the chat GBT story, so I don't right. know what's involved in it. Um, so, once in a small town shrouded in winter's gloom lived Kyron and Kyle, two friends bound by a tragic past. They shared a history stained by loss, finding solace only in each other's company. The town's holiday spirit never reached them, their hearts frozen by sorrow. Years ago, on a frigid frigid christmas eve tragedy struck karen's family perished in a devastating house fire and kyle lost his parents in a car accident on the same night since then the two found refuge in each other their friendship a fragile lifeline in a world of darkness as december approached the town buzzed with festive lights and joyful laughter but the duo remained isolated in their sorrowful world one peculiar evening a stranger appeared dressed in tattered clothes with hauntingly familiar eyes I know what you seek, the stranger whispered, eyes gleaming with an eerie glow. I can bring them back for a price. Desperate to undo the irrevocable past, Kyron and Kyle hesitantly agreed, unaware of the sinister pact they had made. The stranger led them through a labyrinth of ancient woods where spectral echoes whispered warnings. At the heart of the forest, an old twisted tree stood adorned with eerie symbols. The stranger chanted an incantation, invoking powers beyond comprehension. In a blinding flash, shadows danced wildly and the tree groaned, a man eman- what? emanating a sinister aura. Their families emerged from the shadows, ethereal and unnatural. However, their reunion was a mockery of joy, a macabre of parody. The price became evident as the darkness demanded souls in return, twisting the resurrected into malevolent fantasisms. Uh, horror dawned on Kyron and Kyle as their loved ones turned towards them with hollow eyes hungering for souls to sate the darkness that bound them the duo realised the grave mistake they had made with trembling hands Kyron shattered the cursed tree dispelling the dark magic as the ethereal forms dissipated into the night the stranger vanished into the depths of the woods leaving Kyron and Kyle to confront their haunted reality once more though scarred by the encounter 
Karen and Kyle found solace in their shared survival, learning the painful truth some losses are irreversible and meddling with forces beyond understanding brings only anguish. The town's festivities continued, but Karen and Kyle retreated into a somber solitude, their hearts heavier than ever, carrying the weight of their misguided attempt to rewrite fate. They found solace only in each other's silent understanding, forever haunted by the dark Christmas they dared to revisit. What the fuck? What a banging story. <laughs> Weird story. <laughs> Sick. But yeah. Oh Both found solace in each other's tragedies. Just miserable bell ends, aren't we? So yeah, yeah, that's 365. <laughs> exactly. Always. Banter. It's a cool little story, to be honest. <laughs> exactly. Sick stories. Started off fucking dark, didn't they? I might do more of those stories, to be fair. They're fucking jokes. Each one of these we do, right? isn't it? I just have these stories written. <laughs> Fucking banter. <laughs> right. right. On a lighter note, we're doing jokes because there's nothing funny about that, was it? Right. I have no idea what these jokes are. If you're offended by them, then grow up. Okay. Um, these are, I think, like dad joke, Christmas jokes. Yeah. Okay? I'll try and straight face them. Is How many um, you got? Quite a few. Uh, I mean, there's 14. I'll just literally. Bloody hell. Run, okay. I'm going to run through the lot. I'll fly from. Okay. What do snowmen eat for Christmas? Ice cookies. That's like a penguin bar joke. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> what do you call a child who doesn't believe in Santa? A twat. <laughs> a rebel without a clause. <laughs> wow. How much did Satan pay for his sleigh? How much An did arm and a leg. How much did Santa pay for his sleigh? Satan. Nothing. It was on the house. <laughs> <laughs> Who is never hungry at Christmas? A turkey. He's always stuffed. It might not be. Just keep going there, yeah. Right. Uh which of Santa's friends is the most chilled? Jack Frost. What was Santa's favourite subject in school? Chemistry. <laughs> What's as big as a Christmas tree but lighter than a feather. What? A shadow. I don't know. How's that Christmassy? What, Santa's shadow? Lurking over your bed. That big meat <laughs> cock just getting <laughs> flapped around. Uh, how do you get Christmas trees ready for a night out? They get spruced up. They get lit. They do get lit. Why did Santa go to the doctor? Because of his bad elf. <laughs> bad elf, man. He's fucking... He's not well. Well, because he... I had anus problems from the bad elf. Well, yeah. Um, which one of Santa's elves has the best dance moves? Dancer. Mm. Elves? Yeah. Isn't that a reindeer? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe what France. athlete is warmest in the winter? Who? A long jumper. Mm. <laughs> Why does Santa eat junk food? Why doesn't Santa eat junk food? I don't know. Why doesn't Santa eat junk food? Because it's bad for your elf. Hmm. <laughs> Why can't penguins fly? Because mm. they're not tall enough to be pilots. Mm-hmm. How do Christmas trees get their emails? Why? They log on. Right. Is that facts. It? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> do you want me to do my story or do you want to do facts? I'll, I'll do two facts. Hope you I found know. them jolly and you ho ho hoed your way into an abyss. <laughs> <laughs> the Christmas biggest gift ever was sent in 1865. I feel like I had an aneurysm reading that. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit like started. The biggest 
Christmas. No, gift the, the, ever. the Christmas. The Christmas biggest gift ever. Mm, that English. doesn't make sense, does it? Mm, English. <laughs> Great. Um, presents are, obviously, one of the best parts of Christmas. Obviously. For most people, alongside family and food. But do you know what the biggest present in history is? We guarantee that it's bigger than you might expect. In 1865, Edward de Labillet proposed a gift from France to the United States to commemorate their commitment to democracy and honour the late President Abraham Lincoln. The Statue of Liberty was officially dedicated in 1886 and was has since become an iconic symbol of the United States. So the Statue of Liberty came from France mm. as a Christmas gift. I didn't know that. Didn't you? No, because right. I don't care. Apparently it was a different colour as well, I think. It's probably penis colour, wasn't I, it? I, I think it was. I'm not sure, but I think it, well, yeah, I was gifted. Fair enough. There we go. Right, Jingle Bells was the first Christmas song in space, and then space became lame because you know Christmas songs. Uh, it's a favourite song for many people, but did you know that Jingle Bells has a special accolade? In 1965, it became the first song to be played in space. That's right, not just the first Christmas song, but the first song ever. During or you know, you know aliens get lit too, but. During the Gemini 6A spaceflight, it was broadcast as a prank from the astronauts to those down below. Alongside this, you did you know that Jingle Bells was originally a song written for the American holiday of Thanksgiving and not Christmas? Its original title was The One Horse Open Sleigh. Mm. I'm pretty cool. sure you might have said that fact last year, actually. Cause I think I said... Um, yeah, I might have. Doing a music video in space would be a mad flex. Right Little Mayor. Little Mayor. Go dress up like an alien if you ever did that. No, I'd be sick. Dress up and get lit. You know, you just do go through the escape patch and film on the outside of the ship in, isn't it? <laughs> just see, like, just <laughs> puffing up. Just chilling with a spacewalk, What it? happens to your body if you are exposed to that? You blow up. Do you expand? I think they say your blood dries well, up in your... That's what cartoons have taught me. Yeah, I don't know if your eyeballs pop out. Like, is yeah. it like a vacuum? No, because then you look at, um, like, Guardians of the Galaxy... Which I'm going off film stuff here. Do they blow Where up? they like freeze over. Freeze? I don't know if you would though. Not necessarily freeze. That's what it like looks like. Mm. It just slowly like. All right. Fucks you basically. Mm. Cool. So let's go. You want that as a Christmas gift? <laughs> right. Story number two. Right. This is the other one. This is dark humid apparently. Uh, is this tailored for us as well? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and the podcast is referenced in it. Oi. Oi. Right. <clears throat> in the offbeat town of Quirktown, musician Kyron and straight-faced enthusiast Kyle, host of the Solid Sites podcast, stumbled into a peculiar investigation amidst the festive season, a puzzling case known as the Jingle Bell Jamboree Mystery. The rumour mill whispered tales of mysteriously appearing and disappearing jingle bells that disrupted the town's beloved Christmas carol performances. Armed with microphones and a quirky mix of musical enthusiasm and deadpan humour, the duo converted Karen's basement into their recording studio, adorned with musical notes and an excessive number of straight-faced emoji posters. <laughs> the investigation began with an attempt to catch the mischievous Jingle Bell culprit. Dressed in Karen's eccentric rock star attire and Carl's impeccably serious attire, <laughs> they attempted to blend in at a caroling event, armed with their suspicious glances and a net meant for catching the elusive bells. Their observed stakeout transformed into a slapstick comedy routine as they accidentally startled the carolers, tripping over their own feet and causing jingle bells to cascade like a cacophony of musical chaos. 
Determined to uncover the truth, they conducted interviews with town musicians, receiving accounts of strange encounters with musical instruments playing on their own and reports of mysterious giggling sounds. Much to Kyle's deadpan bewilderment and Karen's melodramatic amusement, their podcast episodes became a blend of Karen's musical interludes and Kyle's deadpan commentary on the absurdity of the jingling mayhem, charming listeners with their eccentric chemistry. In a hilariously misguided attempt to lure out the Jingle Bell prankster, they staged a grand musical performance involving Kyron's improvised rendition of Jingle Bells on an electric guitar and Kyle's stoic attempts at conducting an invisible orchestra, an act that left the town both entertained and utterly confused. In their final Christmas episode, amidst the mi- mix of musical flair and deadpan delivery, Kyron and Kyle admitted defeat in solving the Jingle Bell jamboree mystery, but celebrated the joy of their bizarre adventure. They signed off with a wish for their listeners. May your holidays be filled with laughter, peculiar harmonies, and preferably no spontaneous jingle bell concerts interrupting your festive cheer. As the town glowed with sporadic festive lights and the echoes of their podcast-induced laughter filled the air, Kyron and Carl bid farewell, vowing to return next year with more light-hearted investigations and perhaps a promise to leave musical mysteries to the pros. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Such cool stories, dude. <laughs> Have you actually read them before? No. <laughs> I got sent it and then I just put them on my notes. So that was the first time me reading them as well. There we go. Fucking weird. Builders straight Straight face tapes. I mean, to be fair, I would. Yeah, straight face tapes. Yeah. I would convert a basement into a music studio and then you would decorate it with fucking straight face posters, wouldn't you? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> banter. Oh dear. So there we go. Right. There are the stories. Well, I was going to try and find some Christmas stories. Like I said to you, when we try and find stuff that's banter, it's probably pretty dark. Yeah, because we're not. We really don't find it too funny. Shit stuff, are we? <laughs> no. so. yeah. Right. Naughty jokes. Again, I have not read any of these. Okay. Uh, there is 11, I think. Okay. Um, do it again. What do snowmen use to make snow babies? Snowballs, of course. No. <laughs> Why doesn't Santa have kids of his own? He only comes once a year and it's down the chimney. <laughs> <laughs> what did Santa sing when he went down the chimney? Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. You know what's so great about this time of year? You can slam your laptop shut when your partner walks into the room and say, don't get any disgusting looks. What? <laughs> what did that even mean? Say it again. I said it say wrong. Say it again. No, I was trying to understand what you were saying. You know what's great about this time of year? You can slam your laptop shut when your partner walks into the room and you don't get any disgusted looks. <laughs> Because they think you're watching porn, isn't it? You're like, no, nah, it's presents, mate. Well, it's definitely not. Isn't it? <laughs> you can do that any time of the other, can you? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> this one, I don't actually have the answer, but it says, say your left leg is Thanksgiving and your right leg is Christmas. I want to get up in between them holidays. Oh, wow. I've just made that up because I don't actually know what the answer was. Um, why are Christmas trees better than men? Why? Even the small ones give satisfaction. Do they, though? You can't get my satisfaction. Um, No, it's a tree. Who gives a shit about a tree? (laughs) Why does Santa always land on your roof? Why? Because he likes it on top. No. Why was the snowman smiling? Why? He could see the snowblower coming. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's right. Why did Santa divorce Mrs. Claus? Why? He was obsessed with getting the cookie. No bar with the cookie. Is that a candy cane in your pocket? Or are you just happy to see me? Oh, ow. Fuck off. <laughs> right, fact. Because, you know, top tier jokes. Exactly. Thank you for listening. Um, right. Santa wasn't always dressed in red. Wasn't he? No. Next one. <laughs> was that it? <laughs> the common myth is that Santa Claus was green before Coca-Cola oh, used yeah. their colours red for their marketing campaigns in the early 1900s. Mm. Uh, whilst this is true to an extent, Santa was shown in red as early as 1870s by the American cartoonist Thomas Nast. The modern-day depiction of Santa with his red, n- red, reddened cheeks and large stomach, his little glasses, a beaming smile, and a massive cock <laughs> <laughs> is what we can genuinely thank Coca-Cola for. We can't imagine a Santa that isn't red. <laughs> I can't bother to read the rest of that. So yeah, there you go. Cool. Boom. That I, I've got that fact there, but oh, oh, I don't oh. actually know Boom, what it is. Giant. So fuck it. Spiders are a traditional Eastern European Christmas decoration. In many Eastern European countries, particularly in Ukraine, binding a spider or a spider's web in your Christmas tree is a symbol of good luck. Mm. That's because these countries have the legend of Christmas of the, the legend of the Christmas spider which tells that a poor widow lived in a small hut with her children. They found a pine cone in the summer and cared for it diligently until it became a pretty tree. A fucking pine cone turns into a tree. Pine cone! Yeah. <laughs> fucking pine cone. <laughs> Unfortunately, they couldn't afford to decorate the tree for Christmas. I mean, go and get pine cones. Right? <laughs> um, but upon waking up on the Christmas day, they found the tree covered in elegant cobwebs that shone gold and silver in the sunlight. And since that day, the widow and her children never lived in poverty again. Mm. We're cheating with this fact, as it's also related to our earlier... F- oh, fuck off. But if you Some, can't something decorate- about tinsel is, uh, used to be made of silver. Oh, right. But when they say you can't decorate a tree, what do you think a decoration is then? Because you could just decorate it with spunk. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad that you said that. But why would you decorate? You can decorate of anything. Can't afford to decorate a tree. That's excuses. Decorate decorate however you want. Dead bodies, blood, semen. You know what I mean? Decorate it your own way. It's your own Christmas. Do whatever the fuck you want. Exactly. Who's to tell you what you can and can't do? Exactly. 2023. 2024 energy is even worse. Do what you want. We're saying that now. Unless it's illegal. This time next year, anarchy. <laughs> okay. Well, that's me done. We're murdering around the Christmas tree. Okay. We're done? Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, you little fuckers. Fucking hell. What? I thought I was about to throw up then. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> that should be you about to throw up. Yeah, I was very oh, heavily drunk f- and throwing up last night. Sorry, so. that probably sounded banter. Imagine yeah. <laughs> if you just threw up now <laughs> injected over the... <laughs> right, um, new music. New music. That hasn't been too much, so just blast your little shit Christmas tunes. I mean, even the podcast that I follow, they said like there's literally a couple. Yeah, that's shit. I mean, there's probably always new music, so just check out random artists. So I'm going to say albums: Peanuts, Super Microphonus. 
Royal Blood, Back to the Water Below, Bonus Edition, and then the single Central Sea, Entrepreneur, Tom Adele, The End, and AJ Tracy, Wifey Rhythm 4. It's pretty good, that AJ Tracy song as well. Yeah, hopefully he's coming back with an album, so I think the album will slap. Slap your nuts too. And then, look, I'm going to try and release a project oh, next year yeah. as well. Banging. We should actually do a music video first, though, so expect to see that. <laughs> You'd hope. <laughs> in the first quarter of the year. <laughs> Or the second quarter. Or whenever quarter. Or the third third. Who knows? There we go. Right. Have a good um, Christmas. Yes. Enjoy your festive times. Before we do, um, what is your top tier Christmas dinner plate item? What's the best thing on your Christmas dinner? Mm, Because I've seen it all over TikTok, isn't it? Everyone's rating it. Pigs in blankets. Damn. Yours? If you say sprouts. No, I don't know. Maybe roast potatoes, mm. rice these. Again, pigs in blankets. Top two, top ten. Stuff it. Top ten. Ten. Ten items on your plate. Right, go from top to bottom. Ten. Then. Oh, don't do bottom to top. Come on, you can't start. What, start with the shittest thing. Yeah, start with the shittest thing. Brussels sprouts. That you want on your plate. Would you ever? Would you actually choose to have that on your plate? No. So fuck it. Off but anyway. it's on there. Right, yeah. Sprouts. Anything like parsnips. Really. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm not Passing. a fan. Um, I don't know because everybody has different things. Yeah. Some yeah. people have Yorkshire puddings. Cauliflower like like cheese and that, isn't that? Yeah. Maybe you that. Um, so we got. Let, let's say what I'd have on my actual plate. Mm-hmm. I'll go from top to bottom because it's all going to be stuff I actually like. Okay. So pigs in blankets number one, stuffing number two, turkey number three, roast potatoes number four, carrots number five, and then any other veg can fuck off down the list. Damn gravy. Uh, you didn't even have gravy as a dry dish, is it? Ketchup. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you probably, probably wouldn't be surprised. No, it's gravy, yeah. So, gravy, just gravy, just go last. Fuck it. Damn. <laughs> okay, do Mad gravy like that. that. I'm going to say. Yeah, it's all good. Uh, roast potatoes, then probably gravy, because I've got to have it. Um, fuck knows. <laughs> I like anything. Cauliflower cheese, I like that. Stuffing, I like. I like all of it. Turkey? To be honest. Turkey could probably go towards the bottom. I just can't be asked of it. So I'd probably just have a plate of veg. I'd just have a plate of veg. I would uh, have the odd bit of meat on there. But I yeah. quite like out of roast, because obviously we're British buddies, we'd have roast quite a lot of the time. Would you have a roast a lot of the time? I have yeah. had quite a lot of Sundays anyway. So I'd say beef's probably up there for me. as my top tier meat on the plate. No, chicken. But uh, pigs and blankets is goaded. So, so. Sausages. Uh. <laughs> and then Boxing Day... <laughs> It'd be cool this year. Leftovers. I'm going to try and turn it into a leftover pizza. And then put pigs and blankets in the crust. Sock. And put cauliflower cheese in there. Sock. Bang in! What about you? What? Boxing day. What should you go to drink this year? You said anything and everything last episode. Oh. Have you narrowed it down? Mine's obviously the, the, well, the I've shamrock got, nectar. I've got inches. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> There's only three, but... That's what Santa said last night. <laughs> no, uh, Inches Cider and I think the beer we have at home is Stella. Yeah, I know, but it's what it is. It? I'd pick, my go-to would normally be Corona. Mm. Or Desperados. Yeah, I mean... I haven't had that for time, to No, I haven't either. Anyway, sidetracked. Yeah, no, no, Shamrock Nectar of the Gods and Thatcher's Rascal I'm trying out this year. And then obviously champers, all sorts, anything alcoholic will go down nicely. Anything to get you fucked up. And then the cocktail is hopefully the jam donut shot. 
I'm doing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Have a very Merry Christmas. Toodaloo. Thank you for listening to another episode. You can find us on all streaming platforms under the So Insights podcast. Please leave us a rating and review. Check out our socials at CSI Index, TikTok and Instagram, the So Insights Index, YouTube, So Insights.